Episode 117, Do Diet Cheat Days Work? Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we empower you to reach your healthy weight goals with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the ladies who've tried it all. If you struggle with obesity or being overweight, you're tired of endless dieting and never reaching your goals and just plain tired with life, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzan. Let's get this episode started. Hello, my lovely ladies. I am loving your emails you're sending me with feedback. So send me more, send me your questions, send me your feedback. It's hello at drmome.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com. Ask me your questions. I'm happy to do podcast episodes on them. I also wanna share in real time, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm doing for a bit Instagram lives at 11.45 Central Time on Thursdays. So you can get in there and ask questions if you are on Instagram too, just to get a little more communication going back and forth, hear your questions. And so one of my ladies' statements today is what brought up this exact topic. And I already warned her, I'm doing a podcast episode on it. I wanna start looking at this though, from like the concept of a weekly cheat day. Right. I think so many of us kind of historically heard or for some reason, I feel like there were celebrities oftentimes who would say things. I feel like it's a Jennifer Aniston thing, but I could be off on that where she'd say, like, I do good six days a week. And then the seventh day, I let myself have whatever I want. Or you may think that, like, I just have a special day of the week because that gets me through the whole rest of the week to get to that. The example that I was asked, and it was really more of a statement than a question (laughs) from my lively lady was this. Taking a day off is not an option for me. I can't do that. And her specific day off was at her daughter's wedding. She said, I have another wedding coming up and I will not take a day off because taking a day off led to me taking a month off and the scale drastically going up and I'm already back down. And so I want to share with you that these are kind of variations of the same story. It says on a very simple level, how much food reward do we need? (laughs) (laughs) And how does that work for the rest of your life? So I've thought back about where I've seen this actually work. And I do think that potentially this can work in maintenance. When you hit weight loss maintenance, I had a podcast episode a while back that I'll link in the show notes about fasting with my dear friend, Jennifer Chang, who has been very successful with weight loss maintenance by using fasting. I'm a huge fan of fasting, growing more and more in it. And she said, I fast for 24 hours on weekdays. And then on the weekends, I just eat quote unquote normal so that when I'm meeting with my kids, it's just simpler for me. And what she shared was I will generally gain three or four pounds over the weekend and I will lose it throughout the week. And that, my dear lively ladies, is what cheat day creates. Most often, that's what we see. I will tell you historically from my years in practice all the way to my years in coaching, what I would see is that if people took a whole day, generally it would look like you regain on the weekends what you lose during the week. And why is that? 
oftentimes people will look at this as a meal, right? Like I don't think a meal has that same impact as a day does. I was a huge proponent and I don't think that it's a bad idea to have a meal where you maybe have the foods that you don't normally have. That being said, with our new energized eating plan, you don't really even have to do that anymore. I used to have everybody do one planned exception a week when we did specific diets. Why? Because I knew there were foods out there like potatoes and foods out there like corn and foods out there like fruits that weren't bad for you, but they were restricted by the diet that you chose. So cheat meals would look like having some of that. With our energized eating plan, you don't need any of it. It all just goes in protein, veggies, or the rest, right? And I think this is a much healthier more sustainable, less over-depriving, over-rewarding, and better weight loss result creating version of the same concept. And let me just mic drop at our energized eating plan at that one, because this was very intentionally developed for that purpose. If you're looking at this as I want a whole day to eat all the foods that I normally don't eat because I still kind of think of this as a diet and I want to over restrict and I want a day, what will that create? I'm going to tell you from experience, generally, it looks like you regaining all the weight you just lost and you going back and forth in maintenance. It's not the form of maintenance I like for myself. For me, that like three to four pound swing, I don't love right? I'd rather keep it within a couple because I also know how I feel when I'm eating in a way that gives me a three to four pound swing. I'm usually bloated. I get the like energy peaks and troughs. I get a little bit off in my GI system. I may swell a little bit in my ankles. I just don't want to live my life like that. And because I don't say that there are many foods at all that I can't have, actually, I don't think there are any that I really say I can't have. What's a cheap meal? What is a cheap meal? If it's a meal that's more of the rest than I normally have, and I feel awful afterwards eating it, why don't I just limit the amount of it I eat and not call it a cheat meal and feel better afterwards? See the energized eating plan genius? It's written in the process. So for those who go a little longer towards a cheat day, right, you're gonna feel pretty awful by the end of that day. My ladies regularly tell me that. And I think the only reason that we want it, if we know we won't feel good eating it, is because all week we build up a list of foods we can't have, and then we make them more desirable than they ever needed to be. Because let's be honest, half the time those cheat meals, you're like, it wasn't even that good. So we build it up in importance in our brains because we're like, this weekend I'm gonna have it. And then afterwards, we're bloated, slumpy, and we feel bad because of what the scale did. So we're like, just let me have a day of it to get it out of my system. <laughs> let me not have to navigate it meal by meal. Let me just have a day to lay off. When you recognize the true values of energized eating, you don't need cheat meals. And in fact, I would venture to say you probably don't desire them. I don't even know what would be a cheap meal to me now. I guess a meal where I didn't eat any protein or veggies and it was just the rest, that might be like just mac and cheese, but I still wouldn't even count that as a cheap meal. It's not that good that I'm looking forward to it. I would probably just eat a salad first because I want to do that for my body. Notice the difference there. And what happens in that is you get consistent movement of the scale. 
and your results with consistent movement of the scale end up greater than having this massive decrease and massive regain, massive decrease, massive regain. So when you're considering a cheat day, I just want you to start by asking yourself why. And is there a way instead that you could create an energized eating plan that would work? Now, I wanna give this specific scenario as well on the back end that my dear lively lady addressed, which was, it was her daughter's wedding. She quote unquote took the day off. And I wanna share with you that that is a thought. Here's how we know that. Did she eat? Of course she ate. So she didn't actually take a day off. She took a day off of diet restriction. She took a day off of diet rules. She took a day off of perfect expectations. She took a day off of overwhelm, confusion, restriction, deprivation, misery. And that is all written in diet brain. Here's what I mean by that. My guess is that my dear lively lady coming up to this wedding did a lot of that. Why? Because she wanted to look good at a wedding. She wanted to fit in the dress. She wanted the pictures to be perfect. She wanted to feel confident walking down the aisle. And I actually know she felt that because she sent me the most beautiful picture. But I would venture to say that maybe those couple pounds on the scale, the process that it took her to get there quicker wasn't worth it in the end. Because I would have seen the picture of her a couple pounds up on the scale without having done that and looked at her and thought she looked just as beautiful. <laughs> it was what happened in her mind when that number showed. And that is diet mentality. You see, if she practiced true energized eating leading up to the wedding, the scale would move consistently. She would have energy. She would feel good it may not have been quite as low as she could have gotten through a little extra deprivation. But if she approached it in a way that said, I don't need a day off, what's a day off? Look what would have changed on the back end for her. So in an essence, her saying, I can't take a day off is true, right? Because if you're eating, you're creating results for your body. You're never taking a day off. But I want you to check with yourself if you have similar thoughts to this, and I'm guessing most of us do, about what you're making weight loss mean in this process. That you need to take a day off. That you desire to take a day off. We can sit back and get really perfectionistic with this. By that I mean, we can say, well, I don't want to have to have planned everything out. I just want to be able to have a few bites of the cake. I just want to be able to have an extra drink. Okay, you just told me your plan. <laughs> you just said what you want. I want to emotionally eat. Okay, just recognize the emotion before that you're eating from. That's it. These are our empowerment tools that we use in my Lively Lady Club. It's the gift of the pause to recognize the thoughts and feelings that are driving your eating. That's our think, feel, eat cycle. So let's do a hypothetical scenario of this wedding day. And I want you to ask yourself where this happens to you in your life. If you've been a little over deprived trying to fit into a dress or hit a certain goal by a certain time frame, and you haven't learned the tools that I teach in our Lively Lady Club that say, hey, food is not the reward for weight loss, <laughs> or your sneaky little brain doesn't say that, you're like, no, I know not to make food a reward for weight loss. It's just, I don't want to have to plan. I don't want another thing I have to think of that day. I just want you to notice how much time you spend thinking about food that day. 
and what results that creates for your journey. So my guess is this dear lively lady came into the wedding day a little deprived, hitting that number, feeling good, and then she's like a little bit of a reward, or maybe she's coached long enough not to call it a reward, but she just said, I just don't wanna have to be so focused. I just wanna be able to flow like everybody else with food today. I wanna quote unquote, take a day off. What does your eating look like when you're practicing those thoughts? It looks like little bite here, little bite there, little bite there, little bite there, mindless, emotional eating that is driven by so many old habits. The habits that got you to where you started this journey. So your brain is just literally reverting back to all of those old connections. It's normal. They're there. They're not gone. But your lower brain driving your eating, and then something really magical happens after these events. Right, we're getting ready in real time right now to do our first Lively Lady Awards ceremony. And it's awards for the ladies who've hit their 10% goal, done amazing things for their health. And I have to admit, it's a bit of a catch-22. I really wanted to do it and I didn't wanna do it because I knew some of them are gonna push a little bit harder to get to that goal in that amount of time. My goal for them would be to work through the thought errors that were holding them back to hit that result but I'm not dumb. And I know some of them are like, let me go into a little extra deprivation. I don't need that much right now to get there. And what will happen afterwards? That's how you know how you got here. Because if you're looking at it as, let me just take a day off, and you walk down that aisle and you hit that goal, the next day you got a lot of leeway coming at you to recover with. So you'll likely find yourself saying things like, I'll start again Monday, I'll start again next week, I've got this long till the next wedding, I've got this long till the next award ceremony, I'm going on a vacation, I'll start when I get back. All of which is just letting emotional eating take control again. And it was built into the process at which you achieved your goal. So let's rise above it. Let's take next level tools to get next level results. What does that look like? For my lively lady, my first thought is you're never taking a day off. And that's actually not a problem because you're probably gonna be eating every day of the rest of your life. Now I've done longer fasts where I didn't eat in a day, but generally you're eating. And if you're eating, you're not taking a day off. That's just a thought error. So you don't even need to argue with yourself on that. Now, the next question is, are you building a plan that you don't need to take a day off from? If you're in diet brain, you're not building that. If you're practicing energized eating, if you're eating foods that you can and want to eat, that feel good in your body, that give you the energy you desire, eating at times that work for you, eating until you're energized and satisfied, what do you need a break from? And that's the next place to look. And write it out, write out those thoughts that come to mind, because I can guarantee you it's 100% diet brain. When I think of what happens when I go to a wedding, I think, well, usually you start with salad. You may have a cocktail or so before. They may have some appetizers. Generally, I can find a protein and an appetizer if I want it. Then there's usually salad. Then there's usually a protein. And then there's the rest. And if I want cake to be part of the rest, it can be part of the rest. But I'm going to sit down like the adult woman I am and eat it. And I'm going to feel really good at the success I have and in my body when I leave that day so that I'm not hung over the next day, making up for mistakes, or just telling myself I need to eat all the leftovers until they're gone to make up for it. 
you may find that on days like this, the rest becomes a little bit more prevalent than on your regular Monday lunch. And that's okay. Recognize how it feels in your body. Recognize how it serves you. And just let it be. Don't say it's a day off. Don't say it's a cheat day. That's inherently saying that it's rewarding to not have to do what you do every day of your life. And all you're saying that about is the chewing and swallowing of food. You can let it be a reward to be eating out in nice company and still practice energized eating. You can let it be a reward to watch your daughter walk down the aisle and feel amazing in your dress and still practice energized eating. You can have a day where you're on the run with your family and you just don't get things planned and you eat at places that you're not typically eating at and still practice energized eating. You can be on vacation and still practice energized eating. And when you create thoughts that serve you, thoughts that say, this is simple, this works for me, I feel good eating this way, I like to eat this way, I like what this does for my body, my health, my life, my future, the legacy I wanna leave behind, you don't need cheat days or days off. They almost become confusing in concept. That's when you know you've stepped out of diet brain and you've created a plan that you can and want to stick to. When your favorite family cookbook looks like the foods that you eat, but you feel good eating and they help you create the body that you desire, you've created the ultimate win. And that is your energized eating plan. So my dear lively ladies, I challenge you to try that this week. If you're telling yourself you need cheat days to survive, if you're telling yourself you need a day off, I just want you to ask yourself, what are the thoughts behind that? And what am I thinking about my eating plan that makes me want to do that? That you can start today. Create a plan you can and want to stick to in real life. And you don't need any of that anymore. Today is the day. Join us in the Lively Lady Club. Let's get started creating your energized eating plan. And look at those think, feel, eat cycles, our power pause, and progress over perfection tools to help you navigate this. Ditch the diet brain and create the version of you, the lively lady you were meant to be. The link is in the show notes. If you loved today's episode, make sure to share it with a friend who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get the latest updates on all my new podcast episodes. Ready to reach your healthy weight goals and drop the endless diet cycle? Head on over to emilyvinzantmd.com and learn more about working with me in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, my virtual weight loss coaching program. The link is in my show notes.